0: Welcome back to the Squared Circle Digest. To text the show 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. Here's your host, Sean Stanley. We are back with you here, Squared Circle Digest. Sean Stanley, Alex driving the program, David here setting up for his Trip to Cats radio that's coming on right after us. We'll talk with him here in about 10, 15 minutes. Don't forget to be a part of the show. Text us 844-416-8123. Want to get your thoughts on that also. Do you think the talent makes the belt? The belt makes the talent. What are your views on that? Hit us up on Twitter at Onside Radio or at Sean underscore Stanley 11. Want to take a look at the week that was pro wrestling we'll look back at some of the shows that happened uh this week we'll get started on raw monday night ratings down a little bit hour one did a strong uh two million then it dropped to 1.8 and then 1.6 in the hour three which means they did not keep the eyes on the prize sort of say Again, the main event would have been Drew McIntyre facing Randy Orton in a non-title match. That was nixed, of course, because of the positive COVID-19 test. Triple H inserted. I think it went about three or four minutes and then uh, a flame ball to the face of Randy Orton from Alexa Bliss. And they continued the storyline there of The Fiend and Randy Orton. Again, when I watch Raw... It just feels like it's just three hours of something thrown on the screen in a way. There's a couple storylines, the hurt business, like I said. They have they have me enthralled with that. in the fiend, uh, I want to see where that goes. But but after that, I just. They're doing the Charlotte Ric Flair with Lacey Evans. I don't know. To me, it just, you know what? Look, I love Ric Flair. He made pro wrestling to me and to what, what it is to me. Watching him with Dusty Rhodes back in the Georgia days when he used to come out here and win a championship wrestling from Florida, go to Sunrise Musical Theater. That was my childhood. I just don't know that they need to involve him in angles. Have him on there once in a while, by all means. To to throw him in in this angle with it just feels like oh, we got to find something for Charlotte to do. Waiting until WrestleMania, we got to figure out something for her to do at the Rumble. They, they should have probably brought her back at the Rumble instead of trying to force this storyline. I like Lacey Evans. I like everything they do with her. I just feel like this is being forced. Because, again, the ratings on Legends Night. We got to keep Legends on the TV because this works. I believe that is Vince's mentality. Don't know for a fact. I'm not a reporter. I don't have any inside information. None of that stuff. Just what these two eyes sees each week. Nothing changes. And also, don't forget, they did go up against the national championship game Ohio State against Alabama, but that was over by halftime, so probably should have had some TVs click in, not out of your programming. AEW Dynamite. They went up from 662 to 762, about 100,000 viewer Jump. And NXT actually went down from 641 to 551. Remember, the week before, that was when the rioting at the Capitol was happening. That was two weeks ago. This week, the impeachment was happening. So it did take away a little bit. Um, NXT was showcasing the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. They had the Undisputed Era teaming up in that. Whereas they were going against Darby All-In against Brian Cage for the TNT Championship, that was the main event of the Dynamite Card. NXT had, had its moments. It, it it doesn't capture me the way AEW, AEW does, and maybe it's because AEW is doing things a little differently, and I'm so I've seen WWE over and over and over again. That when AEW does something, it's like, oh, oh that that's that's something that's something different. And maybe maybe that's what it is. It's the shiny new toy. Been around a little over a year now. But when you watch what they're doing, the way they're collaborating with other promotions, Impact Wrestling, which tonight, the Hard to Kill pay-per-view, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. This week, they continued that on their program. It was supposed to be, I believe, uh, the Elite, Omega, and the Bucks in a six-man tag. Don Kyle says, hey, we'll see you in the ring. They go to the ring, and Don Kyle introduces the Good Brothers. And now there's things going around the internet. And, And again, kudos to those of you that can... Go through and and see these things. The tights, the week before, kind of matched the elite with Omega and the Good Brothers. This week, kind of matched Moxley's, uh, Moxley's tights. Here's the thing. The Lucha Brothers were the ones that hit the young bucks. That was to, I believe, start that feud a little bit there. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with the Young Bucks. But the one thing they didn't do, they didn't tip their cap either way. The Young Bucks didn't attack Moxley. The Young Bucks didn't shun Omega and the Good Brothers. So you still don't know which way they're going with it. This is somewhat, or I think it's a little different. With WWE, you usually can see a tip of the cap one way or the other. Whether they're going to ultimately totally flip it, eh, that that might happen. But overall, on Wednesday to me, AEW right now is winning that. If you want to call it a war, that's fine. But to me, it's two programmings. I get to watch good pro wrestling on both. SmackDown last night to me was the show of the week. The Roman Reigns, Adam Pearce. I thought you could have waited a little longer maybe to pull that and bring Kevin Owens back maybe next week, leading into the pay-per-view. Or Actually, is it next week leading into the pay-per-view or the week after? I think the pay-per-view is the 31st, so it would have been the week after. I think you could have built this up a couple more weeks. But now Kevin Owens will face Roman Reigns, last man standing. Shinsuke. Being pushed pushes a baby face. Cesaro, not sure where he's going to fall. Daniel Bryan pushing all the talent to the moon. Bailey doing her thing with the ding-dong hello show now that she's got going there, the talk show. A little all over the place, but perfect to me. It fits the bubbly Bailey gimmick. Sasha Banks making the title mean something. Carmella in the mix. Smackdown in that two hours keeps me invested. Is three hours on Raw too long? Maybe they put it to two and they can compact it a little bit. Would it change things? Hmm. Remains to be seen. When we come back, Crosstalk with David Dork, Turpin the Cats Radio right here. OnsideRadio.com. Don't forget Heat NBA fans. Catch Ira Winderman here exclusively at OnsideRadio.com with our accurate Pembroke Pines, Miami Heat reports. Catch Ira throughout the week at OnsideRadio.com. And when news breaks, basketball fans know Onside Radio is the place you get the insight you need. Join the InterMiami family in 2021 by becoming a 2021 season ticket member. Enjoy enhanced access benefits and pricing not available to general fans. Visit intermiamicf.com tickets for more information.